BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Dealing with mess can feel like an impossible task. It just keeps coming back. Well, today we're brought to you by the organization experts, IKEA. IKEA knows that we all have those areas in our homes consumed by mess, whether it be the chair that collects all your clothes or the monstrous pile under your bed. That's why IKEA makes affordable wardrobe organizers, underbed storage, and other solutions that help you easily take back that chair and conquer the mess monster under your bed. Visit Ikea to explore more. You can't afford mess, so Ikea makes storage affordable. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. I am all in. with Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, everybody. Scott Patterson. I am all in podcast, 111 Productions, iHeartRadio. One-on-one interview with my sister, Liz Danes, Kathleen Wilhoyt. Here she comes. Let me give you some of her stats. She played the role of Liz for 16 episodes, 2004, 2007, first appearance, season four, episode 12, a family matter, last appearance, uh, season seven, episode 22, Bon Voyage. Liz is the younger sister of Luke Danes. She was born and raised in Stars Hollow. Follow her mother's death. Liz began to cut loose and get into trouble, including smoking pot. She met Jimmy Mariano at a festival. The two married and Liz gave birth to a son, Jess Mariano. Uh, Jimmy left her right after the birth of Jess and Liz began a series of bad relationships, drug problems, had trouble keeping a job and was unsure of how to raise her son. Uh, let me tell you something a little bit about Kathleen Wilhoyt's career and it's an amazing one. She began acting in theatrical production as a child, the Santa Barbara youth theater. She attended the university of Southern California before studying acting at the Lee Strasberg Institute In Los Angeles, she made her feature film debut in private school 1983 before having a leading role in Murphy's Law 1986, followed by supporting parts in Witchboard in 1986, Crossing Delancey 1988, Roadhouse 1989 with Patrick Swayze, Lorenzo's Oil 1992. She also had notable guest starring roles on several series uh, during this time, including Twin Peaks 1990. Beginning in 1994, Will Hoyt appeared as Chloe Lewis in the recurring guest starring role on the series ER and voiced the role of the titular character on the ABC animated series Pepper Ann 1997 to 2000. Other notable film roles during the 90s include science fiction thriller Fire in the Sky 1993 and the survival film The Edge 1997. Uh, in 2003, she was cast in a recurring role as Liz Danes on Gilmore Girls and has subsequently had guest starring roles on Criminal Minds, Grey's Anatomy, Jane the Virgin. And in 2020, she guest starred on an episode of Yellowstone and co- can most recently be seen 
in CSI Vegas. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you my sister, Kathleen Wilhoyt. There she is. Hi, sis. How you doing? Good, good. good. <laughs> Looking great. Great background. We, uh, you know, the fan, we are just such huge fans. The, the, there needs there needed to be more Liz, more TJ. It was the most hilarious stuff. Uh, uh, we are lauding the performances. Just absolute comic genius, um, and just heartfelt great stuff. Tell us how you got your start in show business. How did it all begin? Oh, uh, I was a kid that came out of the shoot saying, "Watch me!" So I was like a natural born theater dork. And I started singing in my church choir as a, you know, in kindergarten, and I'd get the solos. So I, you know, whatever. I started getting involved in musical theater, just a theater kind of dork, dorky kid. And then in high school, I dated Tony Edwards and Eric Stoltz, you know, first Tony and then Eric. And both those guys were working in Tony, uh, Anthony Edwards and Eric Stoltz. Anthony or Tony uh, had an age, a manager. They had the same manager, this guy, Gary, and I. Uh, they invited Gary to my senior class play. It was House of Blue Leaves, and Gary came to the play, and I didn't hear from him. And then I went down to uh, college at USC. I was there for about six weeks. Gary calls me. He's like, listen, they want a comedian to play 16. Why don't you go to this address, and, and, uh, and they want to meet you. So I go to the address. It was a huge house as this guy, Ben Ephraim's house. They were having a party. So I just almost assumed I had the part. I didn't even know that it was necessarily an audition. Then they said, hey, will you read with Phoebe Cates? I was like, sure. <laughs> but, you know, just that kind of bulletproof naivete. I just didn't right. have any. I I never really beat the streets. I wasn't like nervous. Because I didn't, I just went from lead in the high school play to, of course they want me, kind of um, a mentality. Since then, I've had numerous humbling blows. <laughs> the time I was like pretty freaking bulletproof, and then I just so I went upstairs, read with Phoebe. She was great fun, and then that was on a Friday, and then uh, drove to the set on a Monday. So, oh man, yeah. Wow. So my whole life changed in a weekend. It was meant to be. It was I, I guess. I mean, I, I didn't really think that I was going to do anything else, but I just liked singing and acting. Right. Great. So do you remember the audition for Liz? No, because there wasn't an audition. Uh, oh. I was, uh, they offered me the part and I, I love getting offers uh, and not auditioning to such an extent that, <laughs> If they offered me the part of a uh, you know a day player, a uh, person who changes potty uh, porta potties, I would take it. I was just like, <laughs> what? no audition, I'm in. And so I, uh, I, uh, yeah, they offered me the part. I was thrilled. And then I do have a memory with you because day one was the eight page scene. I think around, I feel like it was all about finding pot or something, but it was an eight uh, page scene. Uh, That's not anything that I was ever used to at the, at, on ER or any of the other shows. You sit in the makeup trail trailer, you look at your lines. I got it. And then right. you go on the set because you have right. like two, three lines in a big scene. Right. This was a mind screw. Like a mind, <laughs> I know what you want trying to say. Oh, yeah. It was crazy. Sounds like, like duck. Yes. Yes, yeah. my duck. <laughs> and you, you know, you are doing a. First of all, it's totally stylized. Which my age, they they told me before I showed up on the set. They were like, "Listen, you got to talk fast. That's the style of this. It's like doing Moliere, is what I tell my students. Mm. Doing Gilmore Girls is like doing a period piece. It's mm -hmm. a different language." And you have to know it. You have to be word perfect. So it was a huge trial by fire for me to to be to have to do an eight page scene mm -hmm. for my very first scene with an offer only because I always feel like I'm going to get fired. Like they're going to find out, you know, right, I'll be right, right. No talent that right. I am or whatever. And but you were very patient with me, and there was a lot of like 
back to one. I'm like, oh, what are you doing? Like you, said, you said, uh, instead of, um, right. Like what? Mm. Yeah. You said, uh, it's, it's, um, okay. Back to one. Here we yeah. go. Yeah. And I was just word like, perfect. The, the minute my head hit the pillow, I was like, <laughs> just out. it was crazy. That's hard work. I, my hat's off to you. You did that for years and years. You must be really good. Lauren said you it's like a muscle and you just get really good at at memorizing, you know, right. the, you know, being It's like out. it starts out like you said, it starts out as panic. Yeah. And then you just get acclimated to it. And then it just becomes like she's right, it's like a muscle and it's short-term memory. You don't remember a thing you did the day before, or maybe maybe 20 48 hours. It's just washed out to make room for the new stuff to come in because, and that's just kind of how you function. Um, yeah, it's odd. It's odd. That's uh, crazy. And you did that for years. Did so. Yeah, yeah. What was your preparation for uh, a scene like for that eight page scene? Like, what did you get into a, uh, a habit kind of thing? How did you, how did you prepare? Just mainly it was George Bell. We just run it until it was soft bulletproof, you know, just run it and run it to death and run it to death and run it to death. And, you know, I always, I always knew the acting would take care of itself because there wasn't a lot of acting going on. It was a lot of blocking and attitude and tone and pace. And that sort of like served everything that, I mean, it, 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 filled in filled in everything you needed to fill in but it was really just like i remember gavin pallone had this this conversation with me season one because there were a couple first couple episodes uh, we were all kind of getting we we're a little clunky you know and we were kind of blowing takes and stuff and like one day i was just really struggling and i just was like it was you know you get that you start sweating <laughs> you're like i'm not going to be able Black to do sweat. this yeah <laughs> <laughs> And so he said, just, just listen, just come in cold. You got to know it cold. And I, and I know that I always did that in theater in New York and I, I, I knew it, but this, this was a different animal. It was, it, you're right. It was the pace of it that you had to get used to. It's like, it's like what they describe, you know, college players going into the NFL freaking out because it was like, these guys are so fast. The game is so fast. I can't adjust. So you have to make that adjustment. And you know, if they, I think anybody could do it. You, you, you know, you're, you're put your back against the wall and you're forced to do it or else lose your job, lose your livelihood, lose your career. You know, you're going to do it. Right. So right. You, fig, you, you, you figure out a way. Um, so you have been part, uh, and this is from Jessica from St. Louis. You've been part of so many other TV series. What still stands out to you about your time on Gilmore Girls? Okay. Um, and I, I really have to ask, what was it like working with uh, Michael DeLuise? Oh, Michael is fantastic. Oh, my God. They, um, we were fast friends. You know, if they cast a show correctly, uh, there's chemistry. Like, he is my cup of tea. I'm his cup of tea. We had a blast hanging out. He's peculiar in a way that I feel like I understand. I'm pe peculiar in a way that he understands. He became a very good friend. Now, since Gilmore Girls, you know how it, I, I don't see him. He's not a part of my life at all, you know, other than I have, like, a, if he posts something, like when his father died or his mother mm -hmm. died, I was like, oh, that's got to mm -hmm. kill that guy. Because mm -hmm. I know how she was so important to him. And David DeLuise was also on the show mm -hmm. for a while. But he was a very good friend, easy hang. We would run lines together all the time. Um, working with Michael was great fun. When we did the wedding scene and his brother came on the show, uh, then I got to see the DeLuise kind of family dynamic, which is just full of love and uh -huh. joy and silliness uh -huh. and laughter. I mean, that is quite a family. And um, anyway, so I really enjoyed that. But I remember the highlights for me were uh, uh, Carol King was on the set once and Sebastian Bach and Carol King were on a golf cart driving um 
I don't know where they were going. And I was about a hundred yards away. And Sebastian Bach says, Kathleen. And I turn around, I might've been with a friend or something. And I turn around and I was like, he goes, come in here. I said, hold on a second. Oh, oh, he says, Carol wants to meet you or something. So I'm just like swirly eyes. You know, I've been a huge Carol King fan my whole life. Mm-hmm. I run to the uh, golf cart. And then he looks at me and he sort of blinks and he was like, and then who like looks and then um, I said, hi, I'm Kathleen. He goes, no, not you, the the PA. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) and then the the PA who I was with or something, she was like, oh, um, Carol, that's Kathleen. Sebastian, this is Kathleen, too. She's in the cast or whatever. Oh, man. Oh, man. But getting to meet Carol King was huge highlight. I've been a huge fan my whole life. So so you met she was on the uh, was she was that during the series or the reboot? Because I met her on the reboot. I never met her on the series. Oh, she was at the, she was on the lot. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if she was on, but I didn't get to be on the reboot. And my agent called me and she said, you need to call Amy and say you should be on the reboot. I'm like, I'm not going to call her. And like, if she's not putting me on, then she doesn't want me on. Gross. I'm not that guy. You know, that's what it needed. It needed, it needed Liz and TJ. It needed, it really did. Well, it turns out I'm available. (laughs) You deserve to treat yourself. So take your tax refund and turn it into a U-fund with a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get yourself a brand new Samsung A14 on them. You deserve it. Nobody likes doing taxes, but everybody loves getting a refund. And when you spend a tiny bit of it on Straight Talk, it'll go a long way. They're sure to have a plan to suit your needs from single line to family plans. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't like a few extra bucks in their pocket? With a few extra bucks in my pocket, I could try a new hobby or go to a few concerts I've been wanting to attend. Yeah, Straight Talk delivers savings all year long. It's a great everyday value on wireless and unlimited data, talk, and text. And did you know that Walmart Plus is included on the gold and platinum plans? And it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. When you combine all that with great deals on a brand new Samsung A14 or Samsung A15 phone, you'll think doing your taxes isn't so bad after all. So take that refund, turn it into a U-fund, and treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics. 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. Family plan discounts. Four lines, all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discounts. Walmart Plus membership requires active service on Straight Talk Gold or Platinum Unlimited plans. One offer per eligible Straight Talk account. Standard data usage applies. Offer may be canceled or modified at any time. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Was there one particular scene that was your favorite to film? In Gilmore Girls, one particular scene. Because I'll tell you, that wedding was hysterical. Yeah, probably the wedding was really. God, that was funny. Oh, you know what was fun, too, was working with you and um, Ventimiglia. Milo, sure. Yeah. I felt like we created, you and me and Milo, I felt like we created a, a, a... you know, I'm into the moments, and I felt like we created a real family kind of yeah. uh, acrimonious, uh, but but heartfelt um, relationship. Um, so, you know, that's a that's a testament to your acting ability and to Milo's acting ability and to mine. You know, whatever it's good, but I mean, I did feel like that dynamic was. Uh, at play when we did our scenes together. And by that time I'd already gotten my, my muscles. Uh, I I'd gotten better at my preparation. So I could just really focus in on the sending and receiving part of the acting task with the two of you guys. So that was fun for me too. Yeah. They were very spirited fun scenes. And, and I, Luke, Luke was always very happy. Um, you know, the one, the one watching it, I just, I didn't like some of the things Luke was doing. We could, we could talk about this all day, but when you were setting up your earrings and your jewelry in the diner, uh, because you were moving to town to be close to, to Jess. Um, and then I sort of had this attitude, like, I don't like this. I don't want this. Get him out of here. And then I thought that was a little much. And, and it, I didn't like what it did to the character. Cause it's like, you know, you're here now and the past is the past and you figured it out and you've got a relationship and, um, you know, why not live and let live? I, I, I did not, I, I, I was highly critical of, of Luke's behavior in that because you always, because Luke's behavior when Liz was around was always so up and energetic and happy and you never really saw Luke that way. Um, uh, especially in the first four seasons. But so, why do you think Kathleen Wilhoyt? Why do you think Kathleen? Because uh, people want to know why Gilmore Girls has stood the test of time. Ah, what a great question. Mm. Um, I recently, I've been asked to do Gilmore Girls reunion fan things for years and years and years, and I never do them because I don't like fan things they embarrass me i feel mm-hmm. like i'm not a big enough star to do that kind of thing i'm not being humble pie i'm just telling you the truth i did a twin peaks one years ago and nobody came to my table i'm like no nah, i'm not doing this anymore <laughs> so i resisted 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 and then finally um uh somebody sent me an email that just felt right and, and i needed the dough and i was like you know pay me and i'll i'll do anything but i need the dough so they paid me and I went and I was so delighted by the fans. Mm-hmm. I was so enchanted. They weren't, you know, I, I I don't know what I expected, but there were mothers and daughters primarily and and sensitive dudes. Mm-hmm. They were those so sweet. And the whole time, even picking up the airport, I was just like, oh my, I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm I'm oh my God. And then when I Got to the hotel. It was the day for my autograph signing. And I just, I said to the person who runs the thing, I was like, nobody's going to come to my table, whatever. Thank you for paying me. And it, my, I had a line around the block 
mm-hmm. of people who were so sweet and funny and delightful and mm-hmm. excited by it. So Amy Palladino tapped into some sort of zeitgeist pulse between mothers and daughters. And um, in fact, I was so moved by that experience. I wrote Amy an email and I never heard back, whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't care. I just Mm -hmm. needed her to know that she wrote something that stands the test of time. That isn't just words on a page that lifted up off of the television screen into the hearts and minds of a whole bunch of really cool people. And I felt like she should know what she created because it was, it was moving to see people. Yeah. I do. I do these conventions and the fans show up and they are, as you describe, these are wonderful, sweet people. It's a mother daughter celebration and they want to share with you their, their, their feelings about the show and how it helped their relationship. And now they're great friends. And, you know, it was just, it's, it's a, it's wonderful. So how do you, as a mother now, and almost a grandmother, and we'll get into that, uh, how do you feel about Liz as a mom? Ah, that's funny. Well, you know, I um, have been a mother since 1995 is when my oldest son was born. Prior to that, I have really had a career of playing horrible mothers i've sold babies for crack i've um i have kidnapped babies i've 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 tied them up and beaten them i mean i have a career of playing uh archetypal horrible horrible mothers um so as a mother playing those kinds of roles i always approach every character that i play with the mindset that they are doing the best they can with what they have. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for, for Liz, you know, she, I would say clearly was probably somebody, a candidate for medication for certainly ADHD. And she, and Amy had written that in the character. The character was all over the place. You know, I talk about this and then I talk about that. And then I talk about this and then I talk about that. Um, And then, you know, maybe she was a drug addict, which, you know, I certainly have been sober 31 years, but I certainly can um, uh, bring that to the table. So there's plenty of shitty mom things that I can easily bring to the table um, to use for my (laughs) crappy mom characters. (laughs) Um, Has your daughter Ruby seen the show? Yeah, she's not one of my biggest fans. <laughs> no. So she likes mm. the show, I think, pretty much up until I come on. And then she's like, click. Mm. And she's very sweet, my daughter. But mm. I think it's weird for her to see me. me I don't know. She's just, she's not, not one of my biggest fans. She doesn't want to see you that way or something it's like sad, that. I guess. Mm. I don't know. One time, uh, here's a funny story. One time, um, Somebody was watching a TV show and it was a part, I was on a show called Cop Rock where I sing a song and I trade my baby for crack. And my son was about seven and a half, eight years old at the time. And the the neighbor friend was like, Jimmy, come here, mom's on TV. And he comes in, sees me sing the song, then trade my baby for crack. And he just was like, was that me? Oh my God. <laughs> I came in, I was like, no, baby, no, no, no. That was just acting, acting. Thank you. You should have gotten Stephen Botchko on the line and said, talk to my daughter, tell him it's your fault. You know, you wrote it. (laughs) We just discussed uh, cop rock in the last episode uh, because it was a reference in the last episode because they had a night where they, they ate all this junk food and they were going to watch cop, uh, cop rock marathon. Um, Rory and Lorelai. Uh, what a show. What a concept, right? A little ahead of its time, wouldn't you say? <laughs> <laughs> it's a drama, musical. Yeah, no, it was great fun. I love doing cop Oh, rock. I'm sure it was. I mean, I'm I've, sure had a, was. I've had a good run. You know, Gilmore Girls was fun. Mm-hmm. We had a good mm-hmm. time. I mean, I felt like uh, close to my house. I, 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 I thoroughly enjoyed doing that show. I can't. I can't have you on 
and not talk about Patrick Swayze. I cannot do it because I, you know, I, you did roadhouse with him. You know, you did one of the big movies of his career. Um, and one of the big movies of your career as well. Uh, you were great in it. And I did a film. I played a, uh, a minor role. I, I worked a ton of days in a minor role in uh, Martha Coolidge did a film with Patrick in the lead and Mary Elizabeth Bastra Antonio as a married woman living in the 1950s suburbs of New, uh, outside of New York. It was called Three Wishes. And Patrick played this sort of mysterious traveler, stranger kind of a guy. Obviously, a, a World War II vet who was, you know, getting very spiritual and very centered. And he showed up in town and really affected people's lives and affected her life and her marriage and the whole thing. And I, I, I had the opportunity to see him work and to be on set while he was working. And he stayed in character pretty much the whole time uh, as this sort of, uh, you know, this centered, balanced, um, uh, mysterious guy. And we had lunch a couple of times and I asked him about the career and he was just so generous and so lovely. And um, it, it, I wasn't thinking at that point of leaving the business, but it was, you know, it's a hard road, you know, it's uh, not everybody can just step into the business and all of a sudden have success. You know how that is. It's just, it takes a while. Um, So I was struggling along and, and, and he kept me, he, he just said, keep your head down and keep grinding and, and you're going to get there, you know? And he took, but he, the thing that impressed me so much, a, a star of that stature took the time to talk and actually have lunch with some little nobody in the cast. I didn't matter. My role didn't matter. It was all background stuff. And he just, just what a lovely guy. What was your experience like with him? Yes, he's absolutely lovely. And, um, you know, in Roadhouse, he played a, a great dancer, super hot, Texas, tough guy, heart of gold, you know. And I think uh, so that that apple didn't fall far from the tree. He's a lot like that, you know, a lot like his character. So I did not see him do that, you know, staying in character thing. I can say that, you know, you have a lot of similar qualities that Patrick has. So it doesn't surprise me again, back. uh, If I circle back to they cast Gilmore girls. Well, when they cast Michael Deluise to play my husband, because uh, he's my cup of tea. So it doesn't surprise me that um, Patrick would find you, um, interesting and um worth his time to seek out a little bit of a friendship have some lunch with you interestingly i would imagine he's a little older than you are but you two would have occupied a similar space in like had he not blown up into such a huge star Mm -hmm. you know um there wouldn't have been this huge, like you were just a little guy on the set and he was a big movie star. Mm-hmm. I think that if, if he were guesting on the Gilmore girls, the two of you would probably have been friends. Uh, that doesn't surprise me because there's mm-hmm. a, you have a similar vibe and energy. I think uh, Patrick, um, one of the things that I do is uh, I play a kid sister in terms of the set politics that's just my default position, my survival mm-hmm. technique. So on a set that was driven by testosterone, that set was about sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Oh, wow. No question. If wow. you want to know about, you know, decadent Hollywood, that movie. Wow. Because that, that was the 80s, right? That's of the sex, 80s. drugs, and rock and roll. Oh. Pokers, guns, cocaine, alcohol, wow. uh, shenanigans. And um, I love ha- that I have one of those in my uh, in my memory. I hope I never lose my mind and forget about that because it was extraordinary and a blast. However, that guy did not um, I, I that I was aware of, and I partied with everybody the whole time because I was still drinking and doing drugs back then. I, you know, like I said, I've been sober thirty one years. But he um, he was true to his wife. 
he has was very principled he um was quick to laugh generous to me but again he i i assumed role a kid sister kind of thing with that guy and with 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 joel silver too who's a hollywood mogul guy um i found all of those guys really very charming and enchanting and uh uh i had a blast so that that was eight that was in the eighties, right? That was yeah. mid eighties, late eighties. What was mid eighties? I would mid, say mid eighties, right? Yeah, eighty nine. I don't know. Oh yeah, that's sober. That's, yeah, I got sober ninety one. So I was not sobered when I. Yeah, did. yeah. That's uh, I, I've heard. I've heard a lot of stories about mid eighties cocaine fueled sets. Yeah, Hollywood. the the craft service person is the coke dealer. Right. <laughs> A little different now. You know. Oh my God. Now it's fantastic. I mean, I find it very moving to work on a set now uh, in terms of the uh, the doors that have opened for so many different kinds of people. Mm-hmm. A diversity. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just, it's so different than it was in the 80s where the doors were locked, that locked a whole bunch of people out. Mm-hmm. Get to play. And now that's not the case. And it's quite lovely and moving to me to have mm-hmm. to really be able to see what it was like and what it's like now. And and it's great now. Very I well just said. I worked more, you know. I kind of aged out. I'm like, I can't be the mom of teenagers anymore. I don't know. I just don't I feel like oh, I wish Well, I you you're gonna be a grandmother. Tell us about that. Oh, my son, my oldest kid, he's 28. He married a tremendous person, this girl, Brianna. I love them. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're going to have a baby. Oh, Lana, wow. they're naming her. And I'm so tickled. I cannot wait. Did you end up getting married and having kids or no? Oh, sure. Yeah, I have a nine-year-old boy. He just turned nine. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, he's he's very sweet. He's. Oh, I'm uh, so happy because you did not have kids when. Um, nope. Uh-uh. You know, no, we, I was with the same uh, girl, same woman. Nice. Uh, yeah, so- we've been together since uh, two thousand. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm so and, and we have a we have a beautiful boy, Nicholas, and he's just the joy of our life. And uh, you know, I miss him when he goes to school. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> that's so sweet. You know it's how it is. Parenting, I would say, is like the most wonderful fabulous hideous horrific thing i've ever em- em- embarked upon because yeah. it's yeah. rough well you got a nine-year-old they wake up and they're 13 it's, it gets hairy but then they come out of it like now my right. little is 17 and he's he's fantastic we're looking at schools and yeah college and you know it's just it's i wouldn't trade it for anything but not no. easy it's no, I know. I'm, I'm another couple of years. I know it's going to get dicey, but uh, he you still know. likes you right now, so that's good. You got to enjoy it. Oh yeah, that's right. And I know there's going to be that time when the the rebellion comes, and oh, it's, it's going to be hard. Rough. It's like what what happened to my baby? That's <laughs> yeah, it is. I know. Rough. I, know. I know. But um, what are you working on now? You working on anything now? Yeah, yeah. I um. I wrote a script. I like to write stories. I wrote a script and I am at the moment, I did a Zoom read through and I'm editing it together because I feel like I have been bumping into walls about trying to get people to read my script. So now I can get actors to do read throughs because I'm friends with actors. But Mm -hmm. to get to that next level, to get financing, I feel like I have to, I don't know, I have to do a little, put some effort into presenting something just to get them to turn the page, you know, because mm-hmm. as I say, oh, well, you read my script and I don't believe it gets read. So that's frustrating. But I very much am enjoying the pros- pro- uh, the process. I also teach acting for the camera at CalArts. Uh, oh, wow. Spring, which I wow. really, really enjoy. And I taught at UCSB acting for the, ca- for the camera. I did like an intensive showbiz thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At UCSB, and I've taught at. I went away for a year and taught at a, a school called Savannah College of Art and Design, SCAD in Savannah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, I realized that I can't be away from my family. I broke right. My, so I, I, I did. I satisfied my year contract. I was a full time professor there, and then I was like, I can't do it. 
Right, right. I got to be broke. If that's what the case is, I'm going to be broke and, and be with my husband and my kids. Right, right, right. But Cal Arts, that's a big deal kind of place. For- it is a big deal. And the students are freaking amazing. Yeah. They're so talented. Right. right. Many times I'll see them. They'll do a scene in front of the camera and I'll be like, yeah. Well, I got nothing. That was stupid. <laughs> Next. That was to do that and you'll be fine. It ain't rock. You're good to go. <laughs> thanks, thanks for playing. Yeah. Talented kids. Well, good for them. I wish them all the best. You deserve to treat yourself. So take your tax refund and turn it into a U fund. With a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get yourself a brand new Samsung A14 on them. You deserve it. Nobody likes doing taxes, but everybody loves getting a refund. And when you spend a tiny bit of it on Straight Talk, it'll go a long way. They're sure to have a plan to suit your needs, from single line to family plans. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't like a few extra bucks in their pocket? With a few extra bucks in my pocket, I could try a new hobby or go to a few concerts I've been wanting to attend. Yeah, Straight Talk delivers savings all year long. It's a great everyday value on wireless and unlimited data, talk, and text. And did you know that Walmart Plus is included on the gold and platinum plans? And it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. When you combine all that with great deals on a brand new Samsung A14 or Samsung A15 phone, you'll think doing your taxes isn't so bad after all. So take that refund, turn it into a U-fund, and treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics. 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. Family plan discounts. Four lines all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discounts. Walmart plus membership requires active service on straight talk gold or platinum unlimited plans. One offer per eligible straight talk account. Standard data usage applies. Offer may be canceled or modified at any time. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. All right, we're going to do a little uh, section here called rapid fire. It's not necessarily fast, 
we just call it rapid fire. I don't know why we ever called it rapid. I think I used to do it quickly, and then fans would write in and say, "Could you slow it down? We we don't understand what's going on." So I'm going to ask you a series of Gilmore related questions and just answer them at your leisure. Okay. Ready? Okay. okay here I go. How do you like your coffee? You mean this for the like related to my character? No, to you. Kathleen. To me as Kathleen, not yes. my character. Because I'm like, character. I don't remember how I, the character I, liked her coffee. I like my coffee. I'm picky about it because I don't, you know, right. I do caffeine like crazy. So right. I have like a coffee bean of the month. Uh, I'm in a coffee bean of the month club. So I like a brown bean. If it's too, I don't like black, greasy French roast. I'm a Kona kind of brown bean and Telegrafia mm-hmm. kind of bean. I have a grinder. I have a, I steam my milk um, and my husband and I um, sit out on our veranda and we look out on the San Fernando Valley and I drink, you know, I drink my coffee and read my book in the mm. morning. Um, that's how I like my coffee. Have you binged the entire Gilmore Girls series? No, I don't like to watch myself. I see, I, I, when I see myself on TV, I see like a chin. So you Mm -hmm. see a long chin, Mm -hmm. a big fat butt, and a high squeaky voice. And I just see like I could blur my, get swirly eyes watching a chin on a butt floating around. <laughs> no, so I do not watch myself. So no, I, I don't like. I don't watch myself. On yeah, we 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 have that in common. I I I can. I you know, I started this podcast based on I've never seen the show for that very reason. You know, I do not want to watch what I do. Uh, but now it's you know it's twenty three years removed. I can I can kind of deal with it because it's like a different person. It's like I I, I you know. I, don't I, 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 I vaguely remember that guy. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> you know. That's um, so funny. Are you team Logan, team Jess, or team Dean? I think we know the oh, answer to this. Jess. One. Yeah, there you go. Um, and uh, what would you order at Luke's Diner? Oh, grilled cheese sandwich. Like uh, the Luke's Diner would make the perfect grilled cheese sandwich mm. and probably cup of coffee. And, uh, and I do a side salad with the... Um, uh, probably uh, ranch dressing. Mm-hmm. Harvard or Yale? Oh, interesting. Yale because of drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. Yes. Luke's nickname in high school was Butch. What's your nickname? The character? No, you, Kathleen. Oh well, I went by Kathy for years, and I've been called like uh, Wilbenheimer, um, Kath. Um, well, Kathy, I'm not very, nothing really very funny. I don't, I can't think of anything. No, it's, uh, who would you, what, who from Gilmore would you not want to be stuck on a desert island with? <laughs> I don't know. You know, I only worked with you and, uh, Deloise and you guys are nice. So, you know. Oh, geez. I lose that fight. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, Best memory of Gilmore Girls? Oh, the wedding and being with you yeah. guys and everybody yeah. was there. The wedding was just classic. Yeah. I'm still trying to remember that line that TJ said when he walked by. He leaned in and said something really funny. Um, uh, show your binge watching right now. Oh, the gemstones and also uh, the bear. Okay. Um Cast member you texted most recently. I don't keep in touch with any. I think I FaceTimed uh, or not FaceTime, Facebook messaged um, Michael Deloise when his mom passed. Mm-hmm. Something in, in your life you are all in on. I like to write. I write, 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 write. I get my novels, my plays, my movies. I write. Like when everybody else is off doing whatever they do, I'm probably home in front of my computer writing my stuff. Kathleen Wilhoyt, it has been a pleasure. Thank you. Brilliant performances, Liz. Brilliant career. Keep it going. Thank you for your time. This was really fun. The fans are going to love this. 
And um, keep on keeping on. And and congratulations. And I don't know if it's appropriate to congratulate you for being a grandmother, but I, it's it's <laughs> what a great feeling that must be. Um, it's been crazy. I mean, I got a T-shirt that said at my <sighs> daughter-in-law's baby shower that says somebody's fine ass grandma. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Kathleen, uh, best of luck with everything. And uh, we will probably want to have you back on. I got a feeling this is going to get a big response <laughs> in the fan base. Anyway, all, all the right. best. Thank all right. You so thank much. you. All right. Take care. All right. Take care. Forget follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iHeartRadio.com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a straight-talk wireless extended silver unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer family plan discount with four lines. All on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome.